0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Little Beeb, you're listening to the beautiful sounds of praise
1: and worship on Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.
0: and other phone listeners and, of course, our laptop and desktop listeners and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top it has a a small letter F which is white with a a circle of blue behind it that's Facebook that will take you to our pbnradio.com Facebook page for my personal page while you're at the pbnradio.com Facebook page go up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232 Pat Rutherford 1232
2: We say thank you, we say thank you for all you are. We say thank you, we say thank you.
0: last night wanted me to drive him to San Antonio so he could live there in San Antonio. He's got no clue that we are his family. Um, I I again tried to explain to him that um, Dad, there's no family there you don't have family there your mama is already in heaven your daddy is already in heaven and your friends are are have already died uh, and he gets this puzzled look on his face And he said, I, I know mama died. <clears throat> I, I. Dementia is a terrible thing, but Alzheimer's even worse. He says, I don't even have a car. I need a car I said dad you can't drive well why not you'd hit everybody on the road Dad. <laughs> sometimes I just make a joke out of it and he kind of laughed It was because of that conversation i thought okay well let's let's play some of the old videos again and these uh the video i put on last night were pictures i had taken videos that i had taken when um when we lived in southern california but we we took a a, a vacation <clears throat> back to texas at, at thanksgiving this was nineteen eighty five, and um it's it's I have a habit of taking a picture uh well actually letting the the video go and go and go and go of much of the roads on the way or the roads from one house that he had over to the other house he had and i do that so that later we can identify how to get to the houses and to remember even even last night we saw that the roads had changed since i was a young boy i I had these dreams of of the roads the way they were back then um but it was interesting dad recognized some of the roads um the houses sparked an interest in him Uh, i showed we were in arlington texas and showed dad the very first house that we lived in we had moved from dallas to arlington when i was how old was I? i must have been three or four Uh, Kirk was born when we lived in that house. And when I showed him that house, he says, that's our house. Even before I could get anything out of my mouth, I thought, well, that's interesting. That really sparks something in his brain. He knew that. You have to be able... You know, just like you, you speak Japanese or, or Chinese, Spanish, um, you have to speak the language of dementia. And there are many times... I don't know what he is saying but I get the gist of where he's going with it. And I'll just say yes and kind of smile and give a little chuckle and it seems to um seems to suffice with with what he's talking about. But there are other times you you pick up a word or two and that gives you a clue to to what he's saying. Won't it be nice when all this is over with? I have some people that, that contact me every once in a while and they'll say i i know exactly what you're going through pat my my mother or my father are they're going through the same thing and we have to deal with that i don't know what i would do if i didn't have my daughters but one daughter lives with us right here our youngest and and Mandy, our our oldest, Mama Possum, she lives across the street and one house down. So they are able to take a lot of the burden off me so that I can get so much of what else we have that I have to do here with PBN, with the house, taking people places um I can take care of that while they help take care of dad and then in between those times Mandy cooks the meals and takes care of his pills Mindy since she lives here um gets him up in the morning when he gets, we don't actually wake him up. They wanted to, well, we need to get him up at 10 o'clock. No, no, he's 94, he'll be 95 this year. Just let him sleep. When he gets up, he gets up. So she, she lets him sleep and when he gets up, first thing you know, you know, change his pants. Put on new underwear because things have stirred during the night. Oh, we, we found... I don't know how to tell you without actually describing. He had taken off his pants during the night and his underwear, I, I don't I I guess he feels he's done something in his... Well, his underwear, it depends. Um... With a poise in there, in the uh, the pins that we put there, to soak up more of um, what needs to be soaked up, but um, he had taken it all off during the night, because I guess he felt something, and um, unbeknownst to us, until... Mindy got up it had gotten all over the the sheet and I, just a complete and absolute mess I may have told you this yesterday or the day before Um. so she came to me Dad do you want me to wash this or shall we buy another sheet and I was skeptical, you know, oh, we, we could wash it, let me see it. And I took a look at it and I said, throw it away, we'll get another sheet. It was that bad. But you never, ever, 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 ever are to show your impatience. Because he he takes that really bad. you know, it hurts his feelings, that he has hurt our feelings. And um, you, you just never show that. Mindy's pretty good about that. There, there are times when, there we go again, you know, and she has to go through. We've bought her gloves and mask where, and, and wet wipes. Sometimes it's so bad. Dad, can you come help? Sure, hun. Go in there. I glove up. Um, but what are you going to do? Just going to put him in a nursing home and put him away? I, I don't want to do that. That's my dad. But he doesn't have that concept. He, he just doesn't. Last night, trying to get it through to him again, and uh, it just was not registering. He can get that he's the son of his father and mother, but when I tell him I, that I am your firstborn son, just, he sits there and it, it's like the wheels are turning in his brain, getting the cogs together, and, but they fall off at, at some point and it's, it's just a, this does not compute kind of thing. It's back in in chemistry when I just couldn't grasp the concept of moles in chemistry. And um, I would sit with the professor and, and, you know, went to his office and and spent a long time with him. I just couldn't get it, just couldn't get it, just couldn't get it. Well, I, I, I... I think maybe it's a lot like that, that, uh, you know, he knows he's not getting it. It's, I, you know, you see the wheels going there. And uh, the difference is, as I finally understood and uh, barring a miracle, that's never going to happen here on earth. I don't know why I'm telling you all this. This is just uh, things we have to deal with. And that's okay. Claudia and I are able to get out uh, just a little bit more. We we go every other day or every third day to uh, Don and Pam's. For uh, And Don and Pam know that Claudia and I need to get out of the house here. And they only live two minutes, three minutes away, up beyond Dave's Mountain by Lake Lucas. And we spend a couple hours there, have some coffee with them and snacks, watch a movie, and then come home. But we can do that now with Mindy watching Dad, and usually Dad's sleeping a lot during that time. Or he gets up and he has his dinner, and Mandy's already, you know, she's put it together and made it, and it's been in the refrigerator, and Mindy heats it up in the microwave and gives it to him. But thank goodness we're we're able to get out more. And Mindy is able to, to get out. I, I think uh, she is going with um, Mandy and, and Mandy's precious family, Little Possum, Little Peanut, and, and Jonathan is, is able to go with them this time. And they're taking a trip up to Washington, D.C., and just um, Little Possum wants to see the uh, Smithsonian up there and they'll see a bunch of the other stuff. And uh, so it'll be a very educational trip for them. And uh, Claudia and I will have dad full time, but that's, a, you know, three or four days, That that's fine. Actually, he's not much of a problem at all. If I will stay on the schedule and do what Mindy does, But you do that for your parents. You 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 know, Mom died about three years ago, something like that. And uh, it's just Dad now. He saw pictures, videos of him last night. And I pointed out to him, Dad, that's you. That's you. What? No, that's you. And he was much heavier then, he said, Oh, I was really heavy there, wasn't I? Yeah, you were. (laughs) You enjoyed your Big Macs. Kind of hard watching him with the way Dad used to be, you know, bigger than life. Doesn't, um, just a friend to everyone. When, when you met him, it was, it was like you've known him forever. And then to have him sitting right there on the couch trying to understand what is in front of him and what we're looking at. It shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord will be established as the highest of the mountains and it will be lifted up above the hills and people will flow to it and many nations shall come and say come let's go up to the mountain of the lord to the house of the god of jacob that he may teach us his ways what do people do without jesus I like to look back on our life and and write down the absolute incredible answers to prayer or write down things that that seem to be strange. It's not just something every day. It's out of the ordinary, maybe a dream, maybe something that happened. And you write it down. And you muse about that. And it finally dawns on you that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that that God, Holy Spirit, has acted in our lives to take care of us. And I like to write those times down so that I can go back to it over and over and over and read it over and over and over and and be reminded, God is with me. In spite of all that has transpired here on planet Earth and how faithless I have been, he knows my heart. And he says, Pat, I told you, I will not leave you or forsake you. I'll bring you. Just keep practicing. And I will see dad whole and bigger than life again. In the meantime, the biggest thing in my life that I want, you say, what What do you want? Some people want a lot of money. Some people want uh, fame and fortune. I just want to be faithful. When, you know, on my tombstone, whenever that is, you know, we're trying to, I know this, Kids don't want to hear this and, and all, but Claudia and I are trying to prepare for that time so we're not a burden on the kids to try to eke out our pennies and nickels and dimes and take care of the burial plot and, and caskets and all. We're, we're not near there yet, but um, we want to take care of those things so that we're not a burden to our kids. And on my tombstone, I, I just under my name and the, the dates that I lived, Claudia and I will be buried together. And I want on my tombstone just just for it to say he was faithful. He was faithful to his God his family, and his friends. I woke this morning with this song, and I knew I had to start with it. What an awesome song. I gotta tell you what it is. You just listen and you'll know soon enough. What a message this thing has. These young kids that listen to Holy Spirit to help her in their lives, and it comes out in music like this. I love this practice time with you. Come be with me. Praise until dawn.
2: You go before I know That you've even gone to win my war You come back with the head of my enemy You come back and you call it my victory Oh and show me. Maybe-
3: Over the past number of weeks, I have sensed a rising agitation in my spirit, particularly while praying over the United States of America. When I asked the Holy Spirit what this agitation was, He showed me a vision. I was lifted up over the United States as though watching her from space. I could see a fog completely covering the United States from the East Coast to the West Coast in a thick, dense and heavy cloud. I knew in the vision this was no ordinary fog. This was a demonic principality, and in it I could see words swirling. They were the words confusion, division, disorder, strife, chaos, frustration, lawlessness and exhaustion. The Holy Spirit then caused me to see closer, and I was able to see God's sons and daughters in amongst the fog. They were being poked and prodded by the fog itself, almost painfully. Not knowing where this prodding was coming from, they began looking to their left and to their right, and all at once a loud brawl started to break out. They were bickering and picking at one another, until all I could hear was the noise of their discord much like the division that we have been witnessing. The Holy Spirit then allowed me to see the demonic principality within the fog who was poking and prodding God's sons and daughters. This spirit was not like others I have seen before, but as I looked closer, it was much smaller than it made itself out to be. It was throwing these words of chaos like a lasso over the hearts and minds of God's children, laughing as it did. I then heard the Spirit of God say to me, Divide and conquer. This is the enemy's strategy. I share this vision with you, not to focus on the enemy, but that we may see the enemy working within, set our crosshairs upon him, aiming our arrows at him, and release God's strategies to him as a bullseye into his plans. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying I have not changed my mind about America I have not I will not allow her to be destroyed by darkness it is time for my people to arise and rebuild the enemy has had us bickering with one another all the while strengthening his plans to divide and conquer it is time that shifts in the book of Nehemiah God called Nehemiah to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. It was a seemingly impossible task for a mere cupbearer to the king, but it was Nehemiah's faith and his obedience to the call that released reinforcements from heaven to help him with the task set before him. I want to reveal to you some divine strategies from within Nehemiah's story that speak prophetically to us right now. While a cupbearer to the king at first glance may not seem like a very esteemed position, a cupbearer was held in very high rank within the king's courts. Nehemiah's duty was to serve the king his wine, and given that there were constant threats and plots aimed at the king, the cupbearer's responsibility was to vigilantly guard the wine against poison. A cupbearer was considered the most trustworthy of persons. They had close relationship with the king and held great influence within his courts. I believe the Lord is looking for cupbearers in this hour, ones he can trust the secrets of his heart with. These will be the ones that he has ordained to rise and rebuild. God is looking for a people who will guard the new wine from the poisonous lies and division that are running rampant across the earth right now. Proverbs 4.23 tells us, Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flows the springs of life. Those who are guarding their hearts in this hour are those he deems trustworthy to guard the wine of the outpouring and rebuild the walls of America. Though you may be in obscurity now, God is elevating his cupbearers to positions of great influence in his courts to overturn and overthrow the enemy's plans in this hour. When Nehemiah went before the king with his request to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, the king bestowed great favour upon him. He then went one step further by supplying him with armies of men, horses and supplies from his own forests. God is bestowing favour upon his bride in this hour to rebuild the walls of America. He is releasing armies of heaven to us as we respond to this call. He is supplying us with the strength we need to rebuild what has been torn down. America is not in the middle of destruction. She is in the middle of a divine restoration. What we are seeing play out before us is the revealing of the destruction of many generations. Strongholds are being exposed. Demonic principalities are being brought to the light. It is the restoration of the Lord, and we must keep our eyes fixed on who the real enemy is and not back down. Isaiah 61, verse seven. Instead of your former shame, you will have a double portion. And instead of humiliation, your people will shout for joy over their portion. Therefore in their land, they will possess double of what they had forfeited. Everlasting joy will be theirs. Nehemiah faced fierce opposition in rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. Through Sanballat, the Horonite, and Tobiah, the Ammonite official, Zenbalat the Horonite means enemy in secret within the people. It is not difficult to see that we are facing a similar enemy right now, an enemy that is hiding his tactics within people, just like I saw in the vision of the fog. Tobiah, on the other hand, has a godly name meaning Yahweh is good. Why would his name represent the goodness of God, yet he worked in direct opposition to what God was doing? Both Sambalat and Tobiah represent the political and religious principalities working together to abort Nehemiah's mission of rebuilding. Tobiah mocked the direction and move of God working through Nehemiah, and today we face the same enemy. The political and religious systems of this world are working in direct opposition to mock what the Spirit of the Lord is doing to bring restoration to America. In Nehemiah 4, it tells us that the work of Nehemiah and those anointed to rebuild were mocked and ridiculed relentlessly. In chapter 4, verse 7 to 8, it says, But when Sambalat, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites, and the Ashdodites heard that the repair of the walls of Jerusalem went on and that the breaches were being closed, they were very angry. They all conspired together to come and fight against Jerusalem and to cause a disturbance in it. Just as the enemy attempted to stir up disturbance in the midst of the great work of restoration that Nehemiah was working on, we are seeing the constant workings of disturbance to what the Spirit of the Lord is doing in this hour to restore the United States of America. But take heart, God will not allow His work to come unraveled. In Nehemiah 4 verse 9, it gives us direction for what we are facing ourselves. And they said to one another, But we pray to our God, and because of them, we set up a guard against them day and night. God is calling you, His cupbearers, His sons and daughters, as guards, to stand and protect the spiritual walls of America from the opposition within. We see this same strategy of the enemy playing out with Nehemiah, where in chapter 4, verse 11, it says, Our enemy said, They will not know or see us until we are among them, kill them, and put a stop to the work. The enemy's tactic of hiding within, to divide and conquer, will not stand. As long as God's people position themselves to pray and stand guard over the walls and the wine of the coming outpouring. Nehemiah stationed guards and armed men behind the wall in the lowest places at the points of the wall that were the weakest. He then encouraged the people who had fear in their eyes. He said to them, do not be afraid of them. Confidently remember the Lord. With courage from Him, fight for your brothers, fight for your families and fight for your homes. Then when the enemy heard that Nehemiah knew the plot against them, it frustrated their plans. Nehemiah positioned every builder with a sword secured at his side as he built. I believe this is a strategy for this hour where you may see a weak point in the walls of America. Rather than being like Tobiah who mocked the work of the Lord, stand guard over it and protect it. Speak protection and strength over the United States of America. Isaiah 62 verse six, on your walls, O Jerusalem, I have appointed and stationed watchmen who will never keep silent day or night. You who profess the Lord, take no rest for yourselves and give him no rest from your prayers until He establishes Jerusalem and makes her a praise on the earth. I hear the Lord saying, whose report will you believe? I am revealing the enemy within so that you can take up your guard and stand against him. Set a guard over your mouth and mind in this moment. Speak my protection forth, decree my answers. Do not allow your words to become a tool in the enemy's hands, arise and rebuild. Rebuild with your prophetic declarations and prayers. Stand strong and see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Nehemiah's name means Yahweh comforts. I believe that during this time of great upheaval, the Lord is comforting His people as they look to Him. I hear Him saying again, Why are you finding your answers in what the media have to say? Do not look to them, for your source of life is in me. Keep your eyes on me, and I will comfort you as I bring healing to your nation. I am exposing and destroying the enemy through your obedience to pray. Isaiah 62 verse 10 Go through, go through the gates, clear the way for the people, build up build up the highway, remove the stones, lift up a banner over the peoples. The Spirit of God is moving powerfully in this hour, brooding across the United States to close the breaches of the injustices of many generations. He is moving swiftly to answer His children's prayers. He is moving in and amongst us to annihilate the political and religious principalities that are desperately vying for continued power. He is overthrowing evil judgments and rulings that have been long withstanding. He is arising as judge of the earth, both in righteousness and in justice. He is moving to bring healing to black America who have been long under the oppression of racism. We must be aware of the hijack that is currently taking place to cause division that would attempt to stop the healing that the Lord is moving to bring. God is moving to overthrow abortion, a stain of sin upon the land. He is moving to unseat the clutches of sex trafficking, pornography, and evil underlying political systems. I believe in the coming days, we are also going to see the spirit of the Lord moving to encounter the hearts of those within the LGBT community. He is pursuing their hearts. He is looking for the One. He is coming after those that have been lost. He is coming after them wholeheartedly. He is pursuing them in this hour. And the Lord is saying to the church, arise and rebuild in this hour, prepare yourselves because the lost are coming home. The lost are coming home in this hour, says the Lord Almighty. The lost are coming home. You must rise and rebuild so that they have a place to come. Proverbs 14 verse 4. The only clean stable is an empty stable. So if you want the work of an ox and to enjoy an abundant harvest, you'll have a mess or two to clean up. The mess you see is the evidence of revival and awakening on the horizon. What should have taken Nehemiah and his team four or more years to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem? took only 52 days. God divinely strengthened them to rebuild in a short amount of time. And I believe He is divinely strengthening His people to rebuild America in a short amount of time. In what should take years will take place quickly. Just as it took Nehemiah 52 days, I believe Isaiah 52 holds a promise from the Lord over America. It says, "'Awake, awake Zion, clothe yourself with strength, Put on your garments of splendor, Jerusalem, the holy city. The uncircumcised and defiled will not enter you again. Shake off your dust, rise up, sit enthroned, Jerusalem. Free yourself from the chains on your neck, daughter Zion. For this is what the Lord says You were sold for nothing, and without money you will be redeemed. For this is what the sovereign Lord says At first, my people went down to Egypt to live. And now, what do I have here? declares the Lord. For my people have been taken away for nothing, and those who rule them mock, declares the Lord. All day long, my name is constantly blasphemed. Therefore, my people will know my name. Therefore, in that day, they will know that it is I who foretold it. Yes, it is I. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, your watchmen lift up their voices. Together they shout for joy. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. Burst into songs of joy together, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord will lay bare His holy arm in the sight of all nations and all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. Depart, depart, go out from there. Touch no unclean thing, come out from it and be pure, you who carry the articles of the Lord's house. But you will not leave in haste or go in flight for the Lord will go before you. The Lord God of Israel will be your rear guard. God is calling forth his Nehemiahs in this hour. Come forth, Nehemiahs, come forth. You have a mandate before you as cupbearers to the king to rise and rebuild the walls and gates of America that have been torn down by demonic forces. It is time to get up, bride. It is time to get to work in the spirit. No more laying down on the battlefield. No more being deceived by the enemy's tactics. Look and see, God is doing a new thing. He is higher and mightier, and He has not changed His mind about America. God's hand is moving swiftly to restore America. So pick up your swords, mighty ones, and pray. Isaiah 61 verse two, I am sent to announce a new season of Yahweh's grace and a time of God's recompense on His enemies to comfort all who are in sorrow, to strengthen those crushed by despair who mourn in Zion to give them a beautiful bouquet in the place of ashes, the oil of bliss instead of tears, and the mantle of joyous praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. Because of this, they will be known as mighty oaks of righteousness, planted by Yahweh as a living display of His glory.
4: Oh, come, behold the works of God, the nations at His feet. He breaks the bow and bends the spear and tells the wars to cease. Almighty oh, One of Israel, You are on our side. We walk by faith in God who burns the chariots with fire. Lord of hosts, You. walk by faith in God who burns the chariots with fire
2: Lord of hosts you i Great
4: is the will please even now you only
1: can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com pat and claudia love reading your email you may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY that's 336-626-7729 you're listening to praise until dawn coast to coast and around the world here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.